Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Women's Dating and Confidence podcast. Today, I'm going to be answering a listener question about feeling nervous before your date and trying to get into the peak emotional state that you need to be in before you go on your date. So the question was, Hey, I have a suggestion for your podcast, dealing with predate nerves. This came up for me because before a date, I try to get into that peak social state. Sometimes I go in wanting to talk a lot and I'm charismatic, lead the conversation, and sometimes I go in and I feel completely introverted on the date and the girl has to lead the conversation. Thanks and his name. (laughs) So it was actually sent by a guy who is a very loyal listener of the podcast and I think that's awesome because I just named it the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast because it's easier to talk to like one gender at a time but this podcast is for all genders. You're all welcome. (laughs) So um, let's talk about being nervous before the date. Now we could get into some really deep thought work about why you're feeling nervous and what's coming up for you But honestly, like it's so normal to be nervous before the date. I also got nervous before first dates, like even the last ones that I've had. Like I feel like it's normal and I don't really have a problem with that. And the other thing is when I feel nervous before a date, I don't really categorize it as feeling nervous. I think I'm like more excited or at least I label that feeling as being like excited and kind of giddy. And so I feel like when people say that they're nervous before the first date, we're having the same sensation in our body. We're just labeling it differently. So I think I'm giddy and excited and want to know what's going to happen. And somebody else can say like, oh, no, I'm nervous. This is bad. I shouldn't feel nervous. I'm going to ruin the date. So the way that you interpret that feeling will have an impact on how you feel throughout the date as well and how you show up and how inhibited you are. Now, the second part of the question is about getting into the emotional state that you need to be in in order to have a good date. And now I know this listener, so I know that he's probably expecting me to say something like, oh, it's okay, (laughs) like whatever state you're in, go with the flow, like be vulnerable, authentic, accept you as you are. But honestly, I think it's important to be in a good emotional state before your date. I feel like it's important to feel good before you're going on the date because that is going to affect how the date goes. Honestly, I know as a woman, and I think the same is true with men, if they go on a date and it's really difficult to talk and it's like 100% of the time they need to lead the conversation, that can be kind of like draining. And... It's not a problem if one person's leading the conversation at some points and the other person is leading it at other times, but if one person has to lead it for the entire date, that can be really just draining for them. So I do think it is important to actively try to lead the conversation, even if you're not really feeling like it, especially if it's not because you don't feel like it because you're not interested in her, you're just not feeling like it because you're kind of low energy. Sometimes we have to create that energy by taking the action and that action will give us the energy. So like, you know, when you don't really feel like going to the gym, that doesn't mean you shouldn't go to the gym. It means you go to the gym and then you have more energy. And the same is true in social interactions. 
And so here are a few tips for getting into the right energy before the date. So women especially do this. A lot of women that I talk to before the date, they will spend all day preparing. So there's this really funny episode of Cougar Town, which is my guilty pleasure, by the way. (laughs) And Courtney Cox, her character, I forget the name of the character, is like, oh my gosh, I have a date in 12 hours. And then her friend's like, is that enough time to prepare? She's like, no. And then her friend's like, 12 hours, like, what do you have to do? And she's like, well, it takes me like two hours to moisturize. And then she gets her mani-pedi and then like three hours in the shower and shaving top to bottom, like all this stuff. And it just puts so much pressure on the date. And so it's actually not a good idea to spend all day preparing beauty wise, but also all day preparing just by like being at home and thinking about it all day. It's best to actually get involved in your life beforehand, like have a date right after work or have a date on Saturday night and make sure that your Saturday was a really fun day before your date. It'll help you by giving you things to talk about and you'll just be in a more spontaneous state because you haven't been thinking about the date all day long. Now, I'm not saying you should like completely neglect the way you look. Like, of course, I like to make myself pretty and all that for a date, but don't spend like all day preparing, like max an hour before the date, showering, everything included. Limit yourself to one hour. Like, honestly, getting ready for a date is part of what makes it really fun. And that's all great, but again, just limit yourself because you don't want the date to be like a super high pressure situation where you've already invested 12 hours of your day getting ready for it. And that is an investment in that person and in that relationship that he hasn't made yet. He's probably just showing up to the date like, hey, what's up? (laughs) So you don't want to give that huge of an investment in your thought and your time and your energy before the date, it just adds pressure and you're going to be unaligned with him. So kind of back to the listener question, what I would suggest is for you to think about what gets you in that good mood. When I was single before every single date, I always called my best friend Julia and just talked to her until my date arrived because she's really funny and I feel really comfortable with her. So it would automatically make me smile and laugh and be in that happy mood before I met him. And it's also good to know what your triggers are that make you feel the opposite of spontaneous, playful, happy. So for example, when I watch TV for too long, it drains my mood, which isn't bad if I'm like having a chill day at home, but it is bad if I want to go out and be social with somebody versus like when I'm working all day, that lifts my mood and I feel really inspired by what I'm doing. So I would take some time to think about what the things are for you that get you in that emotional state that you want to be in before the first date. My last tip for you is to make sure to keep your first few dates short and sweet. It's hard for anybody to keep up that energy and like enthusiasm about getting to know somebody for a really long time. Once you're comfortable with somebody, like with your friends, you can hang out with them for 12 hours and feel totally fine and have a lot of fun. But when you're just starting to get to know somebody, it takes more energy to be interacting with them, even if you're clicking really well. So 
don't have like a five hour date. Don't do like an all day thing. I actually remember when I first started dating my boyfriend, we went to LA and it was like too long. Like it was really fun for like the first four hours, but then like the last four hours, I felt like really tired and I kind of wanted to go home, even though I really liked him and I was having a hard time bringing up that energy And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's getting really awkward. And it wasn't like anything was wrong with us. It was just the fact that it was too much time too soon. So obviously everything turned out fine, but in the future, I wouldn't do that. I would probably wait until I feel more comfortable with somebody until I do like whole day trips or like five hour dates or even like three hours. That's a long time, especially if you're an introvert like me. So obviously you're listening to this podcast for a reason. Maybe you're just wanting to be entertained. Maybe you were just curious. Maybe you were looking for a specific solution to a specific challenge that you're having, like feeling nervous on the first date. And if you're somebody who has been listening for a while and really benefiting from the advice that I give in this podcast, I highly recommend that you apply for coaching. I know for myself, there are people who I followed through their podcasts or through YouTube that really resonated with me and I was deeply touched by their work. But once I actually got to work with them one-on-one, it was like taking it to a whole nother level because all of the wisdom that they have, all of their experience was personalized and tailored to me and it just helped me get results so much quicker. So... If this work has been resonating with you, if you want to go through this process much faster and on a way deeper level, reach out to me. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much to this listener today for sending their question. It's really helpful to me because it gives me so much inspiration, but it also helps the audience who's dealing with the exact same thing. So if you also have a question that you would like me to answer, please do send it my way. There's going to be a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you had an amazing day. Bye.